0: If you don't leverage, right, you're just sitting there emotionless. Hello, and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. And uh, we're going to talk today about leverage and the power of leverage. Look, leverage is an amazing tool and we can use it in business and even in our personal life very effectively. Of course, I think it is fair to to say before we dive into leverage that leverage can also be very damaging. And so with the speed that leverage is able to increase your business, it also can uh, blow the business up. Right. And so if you improperly use leverage, uh, then yeah, where we talk about leveraging financing, right. We can easily get into a foreclosure situation or a situation where we just have to pay way too much money to um, the monthly debt service. And and it just doesn't work. We we get underwater, right. Uh, That's obviously a bad thing. We don't want to do that. And we can leverage other things improperly. We can leverage people improperly. We can take advantage of people. We can uh, just just not have good leadership. Even even if it's not taking advantage of them, if it's accidental leverage, like if we have people working for us and we're leveraging them, but we're not utilizing them properly. We're not maybe paying them properly. We're not uh, leading them properly. Uh, It's just, it's not good. We can leverage technologies. And if we're not going to use them the right way, then They're pointless and they cost us money. So there is obviously a bad side of leverage, but without leverage, you're just not going to get where you want to go very fast. And so when we think about improving our business, growing our business, I mean, in real estate, it's easy, right? You you talk about buying a property. What are you going to do to typically put a loan on that property? And if you buy a cash flowing asset and you place leverage on it, That's, you know, good debt, right? And it's debt, it's leverage that allows you to buy something a lot bigger, right? If I have $200,000 and I use leverage, I can buy something for, you know, a million dollars, whatever it might be, whatever kind of leverage point I can get on it. So I can get a lot bigger asset for that. And of course, we want to make sure that we've got you know, good income coming in so we can pay that monthly bill. But then the principal gets paid off. And it's a beautiful thing. The principal gets paid off by the cash flow. And so basically your residents that are living in your property or your tenants that are paying you rent are going to help pay for that mortgage every single month. And again, as long as you're doing it right, as long as we're not over-leveraging, like we we can over-leverage and we can get to. You know, 80% loan to value, we can be at poor debt service coverage, meaning, you know, basically our income is not even covering our debt service. And and all of a sudden we're having to pay in. And that, that's a bad thing. Obviously, we can't, we can't be doing that. We can't survive very long if we do that. That's negative leverage and that's not going to work. But if we've got good debt service coverage ratio, we're being conservative, man, it really allows you to take your business to the next level. I know there's a, the Dave Ramsey thing of, of don't put leverage on anything and, and you buy everything cash and that works to an extent but if you want to truly grow your business and succeed in that growth and the continuous growth you're gonna have to leverage and so that's that's the easy one that's the economic leverage uh, we can leverage uh, other people's money and so so you know Endurance Capital, my company Endurance Capital, we do syndications. So what we're doing is we're putting a property under contract, you know, we're buying a property for, let's call it uh, $30 million. And we're getting a loan on it. And that loan might be 60, 70% loan to value. And then we have some repairs and we have acquisition fees and, and uh, you know, just all, all kinds of different expenses. And so you know, maybe we have to, for if, if we buy a property for $30 million, maybe you have to come up with, um, you know, call it uh, $10, $12 million. And so if we have to come up with that $10 million, we've leveraged the bank uh, instead of having a couple with $30 million, plus all those other costs, right? Now, what we do is we leverage a bank, and then for the next tranche of money, we leverage our investors. And so we bring on passive investors, and, and they come up with $10 million, and that gets us into the property for very little money. And again, as long as the cash flow works and the, the situation, the setup with our investors is positive, uh, it's going to allow us to get to that nice, large $30 million property. Um, versus you know maybe buying a duplex or a five unit or 10 unit building. We can now buy a 200 300 unit building. Um, so that's that's other people's money, OPM o- o- and that's a great another great point of leverage. again, being careful with it. Leverage doesn't just come in borrowing money. Leverage comes in getting, Utilizing other people, utilizing technologies and so on. So when I'm talking leverage, one of the first hires I hired was an assistant. And I leveraged that assistant's talents. She was good at, uh, she was an assistant and a bookkeeper, quite frankly. So she was very good at keeping the books in order. So I leveraged her to get the books in order. I leveraged her to be able to grow my business because it freed up my time and freed up my time to allow me to focus on the true growth. I leverage her to be an assistant so if I needed help with something I would give her that task and and she would do it. And that's great leverage, right? As, as long as I'm providing uh, a good place of employment and and providing good training and all that kind of stuff. And that's leveraging other people's skills, other people's labor, right? And that that's definitely a positive. We can also leverage other people in a different way. We can leverage, uh, their network. Um, there's, there's many a times, um, shoot the big, the easiest quickest example is in real estate. We, we buy, we're buying a property. We're not going directly to the seller. In most cases, we're leveraging a broker. Uh, that's another person we're leveraging their network and then we're leveraging the broker to find the lender, a different broker. We're leveraging potentially a broker to find insurance, again, a different broker, but we're leveraging other people's networks. We also leverage our current investors. We leverage them to basically find other investors for us. We say, hey, do you have any people, any referrals, to people that you think might be interested in what we do, right? So continue to leverage your network can be a fantastic thing, a fantastic way to find new business, mm-hmm. uh, find find new cap, new sources of capital, uh, just continue to grow that business. We also, Want to leverage technology, and and uh, this one's a huge one. Obviously, as we continue to evolve in technology and AI and all that kind of stuff, we want to leverage technology positively, and uh, and so we're really looking for what are the best resources out there for us for technology. What are the best tools available beyond technology? Um, you know, where can we better our company to streamline, to get the systems and processes in place, and to really try to make better decisions a lot quicker. Uh, that That's huge as, as we look at leverage. A couple other things just on the power of leverage. When I think about leverage, I'm just like, I'm, you know, picturing that like that uh, teeter-totter, right? And and it's just how quickly you can take and, and move the needle. We've got the leverage is kind of your, your point that the teeter-totter sits on and you can either go up or down with it. And if if you don't leverage, right. You're just sitting there emotionless. And if you leverage, you can increase really rapidly uh, where we want to go. Another great way to leverage things is leverage through your achievements. And so we can negotiate, we can get a better deal. If, We've been in business for a long time and we've seen success. We leverage our relationships with other brokers by showing that, look, we've closed on these deals and this is our success. And so we can leverage that. We can also do that with the the lenders and uh, property managers and so on. We're going to say, hey, here's our success. Like You can see that we get better deals, we get more access, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, anyways, I think you get the point. Figure out where you can find leverage in your business and in your life, in your personal life as well. Figure out how you can positively utilize the power of leverage and and be able to use it to expand, to grow, to multiply, so that you can create the positive impact that you want to create. You can grow your business the way you want to grow it and continue to be able to push and to be careful, be cautious with leverage, go at it with eyes wide open, understanding the additional risks it adds to the business, but not being afraid and paralyzed to use it as long as you're being responsible for it. And that's the most important part is we want to make sure we understand the risk of leverage. Leverage, no matter how you think about it, does add more risk, but it also can add a ton more opportunity. And without it, you're kind of stuck, you're stuck in the mud, you can't grow. So utilize it properly, grow it, grow your business, be smart about it, and uh, man, succeed. And that's it. I'm Todd Dexheimer. I am signing off. Make every day a Saturday.